Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Dream Achieve podcast. I'm your host, Hannah Ashton, and today we are going to be talking about one of my favorite topics, probably many of your favorite topics. I know a lot of my YouTube viewers love videos and content about productivity and time management and calendar planning, all of the above. And so today I thought I would do an in-depth episode breakdown of how I organize my day, how I get through my to-do lists, how I schedule my meetings, all of that. And yeah, just break it down for you guys, podcast form. This episode was actually inspired by a new podcast I started listening to um, called The Young and Ambitious Podcast with the hosts Sienna and Emily. I watched Sienna on YouTube for years, and so I didn't even know she had a podcast till last week, but I found it and started listening to it, and I love it. So they did a breakdown of how they use their planning tools, and I really loved it. I thought it was super helpful, so I thought I would do the same. But before we get into my five strategies, I thought I would give you guys an update on my life as per usual. So (laughs) this past week, the second week of October, well, yeah, I guess it's considered the second week of October, um, has finally cooled down in weather. Thank goodness. I think we just have a few more days of the weather being over 80 degrees and then we are smooth sailing in the 70s and 60s and that just makes me so, so, so happy. My birthday was on Monday, October 7th. And honestly, guys, it was really weird. Um, I'm very happy to be 20. I feel, I feel older than 20, honestly, as I've mentioned before, but I'm really excited to begin my twenties. Even though most people say 20 is a weird age because you're not 21 yet. Um, I'm honestly really happy to be here. And when I think about how excited it is to, start just like this new decade of my life, this new big chapter of my life. It makes me really excited. But the actual birthday was really good. I say it was weird because I actually drove home from Knoxville back to Nashville. So I did spend three hours of my birthday driving, which is fine. You know, it was like gloomy and rainy. It was definitely a mood. Got in the feels, listened to the old Taylor Swift, got myself my free birthday Starbucks halfway through, was wearing a new fall lipstick and my new fall hat. So I was just living my like... I'm trying to think of a fall movie. Um, You've Got Mail. It starts out in the fall. I always think that's such a cute fall movie. I actually watched it last weekend along with the remake of Sabrina, the 1995 Sabrina movie. It's, I think that may be one of my favorite movies. It's just so good. So I watched all the 1990s rom-coms this past weekend for my birthday because that's just what I love to do on my birthday. All the things that I love. So I got to eat good got to eat good food, got to be with my family in the morning and friends in the evening, went to Cheesecake Factory with some of my friends for dinner, super chill, came back to my room and ate my chocolate cake um, while watching the movie Cinderella, (laughs) the new one that um, Lily James stars in. I think it came out in like 2015. It's a gorgeous movie if you haven't seen it. So anyway, if you cared at all, that was my birthday day and evening, super relaxing, had to get ready for class on Tuesday. But this week has flown by mainly because it is the week before fall break. So I'm actually going back home this Friday, maybe when you're listening to this, um, for a few days, we have a long weekend. So I'm excited to, I had, I'm excited that I had a break last week and then I'm like finally getting back into the routine and then I go back home and have more of a break. 
but honestly, I have so much on my plate for this weekend. I want to focus a lot on work and prepping content for the next few weeks when I get really busy in school um, for the second half of the semester. And so I'm just very, very excited to try to get a hold of my life this weekend while I'm at home, but of course, also spend time with family. So anyway, that is that is the update on my life. Classes are going fine. I had a meeting this morning with my advisor for college where we planned out my schedule for next semester, my kind of ideal schedule. We'll see if I actually get it when it's time to apply for classes, but it's so weird to already be thinking about next semester and I feel like I just started this semester, but it is already it's like almost mid-October, which is crazy, crazy. College, honestly, has been flying by way faster than high school. I've been talking about that with some of my friends and we all agree that it's it goes by even quicker. So <laughs> if you're in high school, just know college is even quicker than, than now, most likely. Okay, so that's it for my little weekly catch-up. I hope you guys enjoyed this video. Not this video. This podcast is not sponsored today, but I am going to let you guys know that I'll be talking about my workbook a bit because it is what I use to plan part of my day. I also use Google Calendar and have some other strategies for when I'm actually doing the tasks that I'm going to share. So this episode is not just a promo for my workbook, but I guess you can say they're kind of the sponsor um, because it fits perfectly. Okay, I'll talk more about it and how I use it in a second, but let's go ahead and get started with my top strategies for time management and productivity while being a YouTuber, business owner, and college student. Okay, so the first thing I will normally do at the beginning of the day is write out my top priority, and I do have this in the workbook. Um, in case you guys don't know, I've done multiple episodes on it, but I have the Dream Achieve workbook, which is a goal-setting workbook and six-month undated planner, so you can pick it up whenever and use it. And the weekly spreads are my own design and my own layout. On the left side of the spread, you have your daily to-do list, which has space for you to write about six or more to-dos. And then the right side of the spread is a time blocking section, which I'll explain how I time block in just a second. But then at the top of the time blocking space, there's a place for you to write your priority for the day. So this may be if I have a presentation, this may be a huge paper I need to write, this may be that I need to upload a video or a podcast. Sometimes if I have a lot going on, I'll write my top three priorities for the day. And what I do is I have a whiteboard by my desk that I will just jot things down. And that's really nice if I'm like in my room cleaning or cooking or something and I have an idea of something I need to do, I'll just go straight to my whiteboard instead of finding my planner and pulling it out and working in it. So. I will sometimes also just use a whiteboard in at the beginning of the day to jot down my top priority or top three priorities at most. Then for my daily um, planning, I of course use my planner because I made it with the strategy that I love, which like I said, is having a to-do list. So I will look at my to-do list. Some of the assignments in my to-do list have already been there because at the beginning of the month, I write down all my school assignments 
each week on the day they're due. So I see what's due for that day in school and then I add whatever just random tasks I need to do that day as well. So that could be work out, email someone, um, have lunch with a friend, like whatever else I have to do during the day, I will add that to my to-do list. And then on the right side of the planner, I have the time blocking. And if you've never heard of time blocking, it's basically laying out your day, usually by the hour, sometimes I do every few hours, and assigning a task to that time of day. So my days normally start around 7 a.m. That's when I get up. And so I allow myself from 7 to 8 to like go through my morning routine. I usually will, of course, like get ready, do my devotions, have my coffee, eat breakfast, do my makeup. If you guys want to see my morning routine, it's currently up on the channel, my fall morning routine. And I go into more depth and you can see my whole routine. But I give myself an hour for that. And then usually around um, 8, I will do a little bit of work. So I'll write down the task that I'm going to do of work. Maybe it's some goal setting, maybe it's email responding, and then I put in my class times because obviously I can't be doing anything else while I'm in class, so I fill in my class times for the day, add in times when I'm going to eat, so around 12 or 1 o'clock I'll put lunch break, around 5 or 6 I'll put dinner. And then any empty holes in those hours of my day, like when I'm getting out of class and I have an hour till my next class, I will put in a task that I want to do. Maybe it's edit video. Maybe I want to fit in a workout, whatever it is. So usually my days are planned out from 7 or 8 a.m. to 6 p.m., 6 or 7 p.m. Definitely don't stick to it super super specifically, that's a tongue twister, every day. Um, if you took a look in my planner, you'll see that not every day I time block. If I'm like really on the go, just going to class, going to meetings and stuff, I don't have time to sit down and like write out my times of tasks. So I'll just not use it that day. And that's totally fine. You don't feel like you have to time block every hour of your day, every day of the week. I definitely don't. But for the days when I do know I have a lot of things I have to sit and work on and do, it's so much easier for me to get through them if I assign a time to them. So that is how I... Those are my first two strategies. I first pick out a daily priority and then write out my to-dos along with time blocking. So put it into my planner is strategy number two. Strategy number three is I also use Google Calendar. A lot of people ask me, do you use digital or paper planning? I use both. So like I just explained, I use my paper planner, my workbook for my daily daily to-dos, daily planning. I use Google Calendar for my larger items. So a lot of people use Google Calendar for time blocking, like they'll put 7 a.m. in Google Calendar, morning routine, whatever that is. For me, that looks just like too jumbled and I want my Google Calendar to be very specific. So my Google Cal may not be as um, full as a lot of other people's because I just use it for the main items and I color code and I color code it, which I'll be explaining as well. So for example, um, if I have a workout, I will put the workout class time, you know, like an appointment um, into my Google Calendar. If I have a meeting with a friend or a party to go to, something like that, I will put that event in. If I have a digital meeting, whether that's a podcast meeting, a coaching call with my coaches, something like that, I'll put that in. Um, sometimes I may put tests in my Google Calendar just because they're big items. And so if I have a test in a class, I will put that in Google Calendar. So when I'm scheduling out the rest of my month, I know to maybe not schedule too much that week because I'm going to be studying for the test, things like that. So here's how I color code my calendar. 
I use the color yellow for friends and that way I can make sure that I'm having a good balance of everything else in my life, work, school, appointments, and then when I see yellow in the week, I know that I'm making time for my personal, you know, emotional health because it really does make me feel good to hang with friends and just relax with them um, or family if I'm home. So I make sure to have a good amount of yellow in my calendar, which means friendships and family. I use green for work just because related to money and it's easy to just see everything that has the bright green color. I use a flamingo, I think it's called flamingo pink in Google Calendar. I use that for any self-care. So if that's a workout class, a manicure, a brow appointment, very rare do I get facials or massages, but if I did, I would put that in there. Or maybe I just want to block out a little bit of extra time one night to like go buy a new book or something or go to Target. I don't know. I will add that in under pink. Red is YouTube videos, just easy to remember because the YouTube logo is red. I go off and on of adding my YouTube videos to my Google Calendar. I should probably start doing that again because it helps keep me organized. I basically just put the title of the video on the date that I want it to go live and I know that's the video I need to work on next. I should really start doing that. I don't have any YouTube stuff planned out for October yet and I need to do that. Okay, note to self. Then I use the lavender purple for any podcast meetings. So I, when I'm doing solo episodes like this one, I normally don't schedule in exact dates. I kind of just whenever I have free time. Uh, but of course, when I do interviews or I, I am on someone else's podcast being interviewed, I need to put that in my schedule. So that is purple. And then blue is just random. When you put a an event into Google Calendar, it automatically puts it as blue. So if it's just something small or I don't have a category for it, then it just goes straight as blue. So that is how I organize my Google Calendar. There isn't something every day on my Google Calendar. If you looked at it, it may seem pretty sparse because I'm just putting those bigger items, like I said. Um, but then whenever I do see something on my Google Calendar, I make sure to pay attention to it. It's because it's either like a meeting, an appointment, something I have to be at, um, or somewhere I need to call, someone I need to call. So that's how I like to use Google Calendar too, for those bigger things that I need to really pay attention for and not for just daily tasks. Okay, my fourth tip or strategy is something that I do while I'm working to help keep me on track and that is to set a timer and put phone on do not disturb. <laughs> so the first thing I do is set a timer for each task. Um, I don't do this all the time, but like I said, if I have three hours um, to work and I have a lot of things to do that's homework and YouTube and everything related, then I wanna make sure I'm using that amount of time the best to my ability. So if I have a paper to write, maybe I will set a timer for 30 minutes and it's like, okay, the first part of this paper is I have to find sources. So I'm gonna research for the next 30 minutes. And then once that timer, hits 30, I'm going to take what I have and move on to writing. Um, because you know, it can be very easy to get caught up in a task and spend way too much time on it as possible. Um, or w spend way too much time on it than needed is what I should say. And especially if you are a perfectionist, then this can be really helpful because you kind of just like go with what you have and then go on and then you can always come back and critique it. That's honestly what I do with papers. Like I just get all my ideas down, step away from it, come back the next day and critique it a little bit more, come back the next day, critique it a little bit more so I don't write a full paper start to finish in like one sitting for three hours. I do it in chunks before the due date, of course. 
And I find this is also helpful if you have somewhere to be. So say you have class in an hour, but you need to get a few things done, um, set a timer for 50 minutes, and then you know you can continue to keep working until that timer goes off. Because if I find if I have somewhere to be and I don't set a timer, then when I'm working, I'm constantly checking the time to make sure I'm not running late, making sure I don't have to leave yet. But if you set a timer, then you just work, work, work till that timer goes off, and then you know it's time to head out, head on your way, whatever you need to do. So it's very helpful for keeping you focused, not worrying about the time, not worrying about, you know, other obligations. You're just staying focused and giving yourself an allotted amount of time to get that task done. And then you're also not distracted to go on your phone because you're like, oh, I only have 30 minutes to find these sources and to start my outline. Like, that's not a lot of time. So I need to stay focused. Meanwhile, if you sit down and you're like, oh, I have three hours to write this paper, I can take, you know, 20 minute social media break, then you're going to be way less productive. So definitely what I do. And then the second part of that is I do turn my phone or any devices that I can on do not disturb. This helps so, so, so much. I can't even tell you it is so distracting to have your phone sitting next to you while you're working and having it just go off or having that your Apple watch on and it just continuing to buzz you while you are working. Yikes. That is such a cut to productivity because it may not seem like it, like responding to a text only takes what 15 seconds but the part that is so detrimental to your productivity is the thinking so like you see a text you read it you have an initial thought and then you're thinking about what you should respond and then you respond and then you're trying to get focused back on your work but you're still thinking about the text and what they said and what you're going to reply next and what will they respond back to me it's not just the physical action of texting someone that takes away so much time it's the thought process same thing like if you're having a conversation with someone while you're working you know it's it's really hard to focus on both um and then you're most likely going to be thinking about that conversation even after it's ended while you're still trying to get back into the groove of working so basically that long example is just to say that notifications responding to texts going on instagram all of that is just interrupting your flow and it's much easier to get things done quicker if you're focused without any distractions okay my fifth strategy and then i just thought of an extra little tip i'm going to tell you guys at the end as well but my fifth strategy is to change up your surroundings your scenery take a break when needed all of that so for me i really can't sit and do work for more than two hours maybe three hours if i'm like in a groove but usually after two hours i'm like okay i need to get up i need to either go to a coffee shop or if i'm at a coffee shop i'll head back home or i need to go on a quick walk i need to go work out and shower and get ready and then finish this up later um maybe make a snack make a coffee something like that i have to I cannot sit and work for a super long amount of time, and I don't think it's very good for you either. Um, I find that when I do take a break, especially if I'm moving, so like stretching, working out, something like that, if I move it during that break, then I come back way more clear-headed and ready to tackle my next tasks. So definitely make sure that you're scheduling in breaks, that you're making time to eat. That is so easy to forget, honestly. Like in high school, I would eat, in all my classes, I would have some kind of snack because I was just so bored. But then, and so I would always wonder, like, how can people forget to eat during the day? Like, it's literally all I was doing. Um, I tried to eat healthy, of course, so I wasn't, you know, <laughs> 
gaining too much weight, but I was definitely like so bored in my classes that I would just snack to pass the time. And I didn't understand how people could go the whole day and forget to eat. But now in college, I understand how you just have so much to do that you're like, oh my gosh, I have to take 15 minutes to eat or I have to make this sandwich. That's going to take away time. I understand the busyness now. But Whenever I can, I do try to cook a nice meal for myself or take time to go to our my college's like cafeteria where I can get a salad or something like that and take time to sit down away from devices and talk to a friend or just sit down and eat a meal without also trying to multitask. Which brings me into my extra little tip, which is to multitask content only. So what I mean by multitasking is it's actually been proven now that multitasking isn't better for productivity when you're trying to do multiple tasks at once. I can't imagine trying to write a paper at the same time trying to edit a video. That is just does not work for me. Um, I need to put all my focus into one of the tasks at a time. But what I mean by multitasking content is content, uh, content watching, what is that consumption? Content consumption is easy to do with multitasking, um, kind of what's the word I'm looking for easier tasks, not like work. So for example, examples are going to make this way more clear. Listening to a podcast while you're cooking, watching a YouTube video while you're folding your laundry, laundry, listening to a podcast or an audiobook while you're walking to class, listening while you're driving, watching YouTube or Netflix while you're doing dishes, like just doing, what is the word? Simple tasks. I don't know. Simple, thoughtless tasks like cooking, cleaning, walking, driving, I guess shouldn't be thoughtless, but you know, you can do it while also listening to something else, um, is how I, is the time that I, you know, receive my content. Of course, during the day, I would love to sit down and just watch some YouTube videos, but for me, I, I feel so sluggish afterwards and like, oh my gosh, I should have been doing something else. So what I do is I save all the YouTube videos I want to watch. I save all the podcasts I want to listen to, to either when I'm working out or when I need, am doing something else like cleaning or folding or walking to class. Um, YouTube videos I save for when I'm working out or getting ready in the morning. So that is what I tend to do. Even last night, I didn't listen to my own advice. I was trying to set up my college, my schedule for next semester. Like I mentioned at the beginning of the episode, I had a meeting with my advisor this morning, and so I needed to give them some classes I want to take for next year. So I was trying to do that while watching some vlogs, and it was just not working. It took me double the amount of time, I think, than if I would have just put on music or just not put on anything, did my classwork, and then, you know, watched YouTube after. So just a note to myself, I was reminded last night how doing a task that takes a lot of brain power or just, yeah, doing, doing a task that takes a lot of brain power, uh, is not good to simultaneously do while consuming content. Um, so that is why, like I said, leave it for when you go to the gym. I love watching YouTube videos on the elliptical. I think that's what I'm going to do tonight for my workout. I just queue up some like 30 minute vlogs and I'm on the elliptical for maybe 45, 50 minutes. And normally that would be super boring, but because I'm watching my favorite YouTube videos that I've been waiting all day to watch, it goes by really quickly and I'm moving. I get my workout in plus get to watch my YouTube. So that is what I like to do regarding content. Okay, guys, this was a very short episode compared to my recent ones, but it was kind of just here for you guys to get an understanding of 
all that I do to be my most productive and manage my time. And I get this question a lot and I understand why, because this is something I've worked on a lot. Um, I've really like nailed down. Personally, I think I've nailed down time management and it's still weird for me to say that because I'm like, oh, there's definitely days where I don't, I'm not the best at it. I just want to watch Netflix and, you know, all these things. But when I look back, like I just did a college week in my life video or like vlog and I was editing it and I put a little to do at the beginning of each day of like, okay, this is what I was going to do to that day. This is what I got done. I was like, holy cow, Hannah, you are so go, 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 go. And I can't believe I actually got all the things done that I needed to get done for the most part. Obviously there's some tasks that I've been putting off, but I've even been reading the comments on that video and they're like, holy cow, you got so much done and you stayed consistent and you just like kept going with it. And I'm like, honestly, you're right. I I have been. (laughs) Like one girl, I'm reading a comment right now. Chelsea just said, how do you stay motivated all week? I'll have a really busy, productive day. And then for the rest of the week, I have no no motivation left and do nothing. I guess I could actually answer this on the podcast. Um, Well, thank you. I'm glad you think I have a lot of motivation. After watching that video, I'm really like, wow, Hannah, I now see what everyone means by go, go, go. I, I really was just continuing to, I don't, I don't even know where my train of thought is going with these words, but I really did just get a lot done in a week, managed a lot of different things. And I guess for motivation, my motivation like restarts for me every morning. It's not like a weekly thing. Like, Oh, I had a really good productive day. So now I don't need to be productive for the rest of the day. Um, my motivation is definitely more like a I look at a day instead of a week. And so I look at my day and I'm like, okay, I was really productive this morning. So maybe this evening I can take a break. But then the next day, I don't look back on the previous day, let's say Monday and be like, oh, I was really productive the beginning of Monday. I don't need to be productive today on Tuesday. Like I don't look back on yesterday. I just look at it as the day is and figure out what I need to do in that day. And then once the day's over, I'm like, okay, we're done. We're moving on to the next day. It's a fresh start. If I wasn't productive on Tuesday, then I don't worry about it. I just go into Wednesday and I go in strong and I'm like, okay, it's a new day, a new chance to be productive or to not be whatever I need to do for myself. And that's kind of how I keep going. Um, I do think a morning routine is super duper helpful in that or just having a routine at you're the part of the day that you're most productive. So if you're most productive at night, then have a night routine that highlights that, you know, don't fill your night routine with just like making dinner, skincare, Netflix. That's pretty much my night routine. Um, instead have your mornings be more relaxed and then have your nights like schedule hours where you're going to be doing work or you're working out at night, something like that. So figure out the day, the time of day when you're most productive and try to have a routine that you do daily so that even if the rest of your day is unproductive, you know that in the morning or in the afternoon or at night, whenever works best for you, you are going to have that routine. And in that routine, you're getting this and this done. For me, it is my mornings are my most productive. And so, like I said, that's why I wake up at seven, usually two hours before my class, two and a half hours before my class, so that I can get ready for my day and get some work done, like an hour of work before I even go to my first class. So, Oh, that is so long-winded. It's so hard for me to do a solo episode where I just talk the whole time and I'm sure you can tell, but I don't have a script. So this is just not on the spot. I have like an outline, but 
everything else is just when it comes to me. Um, so I hope this episode wasn't too confusing. I hope it was informative for you guys. Let me know your thoughts. Let me know your strategies. And honestly, guys, I'm going to be real with you for this episode. I've been wondering if I should continue the podcast going into 2020. Um, there's just been a lot on my mind recently and I have been doing this for a few years and I've loved it, but I'm kind of just hitting a burnout mark with it and I feel like I could use the time that I put into this podcast on other projects for my business. And so if you guys want me to continue it, definitely let me know because right now we're headed in the track where I actually may not be continuing the podcast in 2020 in January. But just let me know your thoughts and do that in a review or a DM and I will try to listen to you guys. I really want to see if if it's as valuable to you as I hope it is. And if it's not, then we will cut it and I will move my efforts into something else. But of course, I do love talking. I do love podcasting. I'll be on other people's podcasts. I'll still get my fix. But I'm trying to see if this is the best move for me and my brand going into a new decade. Crazy, crazy, crazy. Okay. I love you guys so much. I hope you guys are having a great week, a great October thus far, and I will talk to you next Friday in my next episode. Okay. Love you. Bye.